Happy hey, New hey, Year. What? Happy oh, New what? Year, everyone. Happy New No. Happy New Year. That's a, January 1st is New. Oh. You're, Some people would say January 1st is the start of the new year, but not stop. in the Catholic Church. This Sunday, Advent, November 29th, the first Sunday of Advent and the new liturgical year. But you, for you people who are uh, listening out there in Radio Land and it's like Wednesday, well, happy Wednesday of the first week of Advent. Yeah, I mean, some people, some people <laughs> listen to this like two months after it comes out. For you people listening to this two months afterwards, happy, ha- happy, happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> how's your How's your 2021 going? Uh, no, oh. it's it's Advent. It's Advent. Um, it is upon us. Um, I, and I, I for one, am am pleased. I for one, I'm all about. Uh, I like a good a good fresh start. I like wearing purple too. It's a, oh, violet? No, purple. But violet? Is that the color? Violet? I don't know. I like the way you like you like formal things. You're turning Bec- violet. Like, violet? Like a Christ the King? Christ the King is called, what's the, the official? The Solemnity of Jesus Christ, King of the Universe. Okay, what's All Saints Day? The Solemnity of All Saints. And All Souls? The Commemoration of All the Faithful Departed. <laughs> and what color is purple? Violet. <laughs> <laughs> and, and pink? The pink like vestments are what? Rose. Uh, see, there he is. <laughs> I like to, uh, I think it's helpful. It's it's instructive to know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, usually like when we celebrate saints, we just call everything a feast. Oh, it's the feast of this saint or this saint. You know, but some, you know, some of them are feasts. Some of them are memorials. Some of them are optional memorials. Some of them are commemorations. Anyway, that's just that's just me. Uh, welcome to Pastors of Pain. We are a weekly radio show podcast. Pete FM here uh, in Stilly Pete Waters, four point three, and AM seven eighty here in uh, glorious Stillwater, Oklahoma, Oklahoma's tenth largest city. We're pretty and, we're pretty excited about and we're, it. And we're um, we're also we also have a podcast. So m- most people listen to it as a podcast, and then um, we're also on o- Oklahoma Catholic Broadcasting Network. Wait, and St. Michael's Radio. Are those two same different thing, groups? Same thing. Oh, same, same thing. thing. Yeah. Similar. Uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Same but different. Across uh, uh, the state of Oklahoma, we welcome you, and we're glad you're here, and Happy New Year. I was cruising out on, a, um, coming back to Stillwater, and I was just, since uh, my Sirius Radio uh, contract expired, uh, and so I was just, I was using the you old- You forgot to pay your bill, didn't no, you? No, no, I just didn't oh. want it anymore, because, you know, you just, like, feel obligated to use it. And also, like, turning the dial, like, the little knob, I, since I don't have a CD player in my car, any, my truck anymore, so I was flipping the little knob, and I hit uh, St. Michael Radio uh-huh. in Tulsa. It's like, 94.9, 94.9. I forget. Yeah, yeah, it's somewhere on that. Well, I don't live in Tulsa, but now- I used to. Now I it's used my, to live in Tulsa. It's on my presets now, and I could hear it uh, as I was crossing Keystone Lake. Yeah. And I just kept listening to very it. very powerful signal. The, We're going to get Catholic radio in, in Stillwater. What? I mean, I, I, there's no, it's not gonna immediate. Put, it's, gonna put, in, it's in my plan. We're going to put Pete FM out of business? We'll compete, man. <laughs> Bring it on. But I do want to do want a Catholic radio station. There's not going to be, it's not going to be a country region. I want one it's in English. It's just going to be Catholic stuff. Catholic radio in English and then a separate station in Spanish. Whoa. Those are on our, that's on my. Dream list? That's in our parish mission and vision plan. Okay. I, 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 Part I, of our evangelization. Next year, I'll have a radio tower for you on campus. You can just put it in the bell tower. Well, we need, we'll need a place to put our antenna, either your place or at the old St. Francis Xavier, but it needs to be in, in town, you know? 
So it's up in the uh, so it's up in the Midtown location. How's your is your building done? No, it's not done yet. I'm oh, still okay. still raising. I, I put checking. I, put I mean, a, it's Advent. How come it's not done? I put eleven thousand miles. Year, new building. Eleven thousand miles on my truck in two and a half months, wow. driving around raising money. You're like the and bishop. then and also it's like meeting people and teaching them about what we're doing and like the beauty of Christian you joy. history and Catholic art and all. Speaking sorts of, of stuff. joy, it's Advent. What is Advent? Adve- what, is that, what does that even Ad- mean? Adveniri, the Lord is co- is arriving. Venir, oh. co- like venga, come here. Like oh. well, it, it's like that phrase. It's like that phrase that Saint Paul has. He says, "Maranatha, come, Lord Jesus." Maranatha, and that that's what the season of Advent is. It's it's uh, it's preparation that's for the cool. arrival of the Lord. Both the second coming of the Lord. I mean, that's what we're waiting for. So him it's to- basically Christmas. No. Oh. Madison Lockhart or Madison Jurgensmeyer, with like with the the two years she worked at St. John, maybe she only worked there one summer, but it felt like two years. Was torturous because her and Taylor Uribe, uh, uh, Taylor whatever her name is now, I forget their married Aikens. name. Akins. They would always, it's Christmas, and I'd come in and there'd be Christmas music playing throughout the church. No. I couldn't figure out no. who had connected, so I'd go turn off the entire sound system. And so it's not yet. Yeah, so this is the time of year I get. I people call me a Scrooge, but there there's actually <laughs> like. It's not that I don't like Christmas. It's just I hate Christmas. No, there's just, is that what you're saying? There's actually an entire season that we dedicate to Christmas. Mm-hmm. It just happens to start on Christmas Eve. Yeah, and, and uh, all the beautiful readings, because w- if you walk through the four weeks of readings from the uh, from the Old Testament, you get prepared like mentally and physically and theologically. Yeah, and emotionally. allow yourself to be formed to get ready for. Because then, because then, if you go from ordinary time in Christ the King right into Christmas season, you go from Christ the King, which we talked about last week. Yeah, go Jesus back and listen to that. To yeah. little baby Jesus. But what they, what's beautiful about Advent is it prepares you. Like it, it, it gives that anticipation that all of the Old Testament had, so that when Jesus arrived on the scene, millions and millions of people were flocking to Bethlehem to see him. Yeah, you sort of dismiss the but, Old Testament, but that's not true. No you one dismiss all the the prophecies. Yeah, you know, I mean, we hear especially in Advent, we hear a lot of Isaiah. <coughs> yes, you know, the people in darkness have seen a great light. Land you know, of Zebulon, land of Naphtali, land of beyond the, the Lord Jordan. Is upon me. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So you just you miss all that. So don't, yeah, don't rush. Let's not rush. And, and millions of people didn't come to the manger. And I think that's right. That's a few right, people. Just a few. Um, but I think it's also I think in in uh, COVID, COVID tide uh, people, Corona tide, uh, people are kind of anxious for something positive and upbeat and good, and that's Christmas. And so let's move Christmas up. But then you know you I think you miss out on the anticipation. I also think Walmart and Target and Coca Cola yeah, stole stop stop because it. now like when I meet with people who are foreigners who are in the United States. They think Christmas is just about a fat guy who is dressed in a uh-huh. red and white costume whose name is Santa Claus. And so you'll be talking to kids from like Pakistan and India and they're like, wait, the, I thought Christmas. What does this was- have to do with Jesus? Exactly. You have to start to reteach them. So huh. good people of God, te- get out the get out the little pieces of the nativity set, start to prepare, maybe like get part of like your tree out and at, make it into yeah, an I mean, advent start bush. Up. Start, you know, we're not ignoring Christmas. And then what? And then when Christmas shows up, you get to you get to then celebrate. Remember, like in the in the uh, as I've told y'all, I'm a I'm an Eastern Catholic priest. I'm a Byzantine, and Advent is called 
Christmas, Lent. Mm. There's a there's a fasting that yeah, goes on. It's a penitential on. season. Yeah. In the Latin Church, it is too sort of a penitential season as well. Could be more. Could be more. Huh. But actually, we're not going to talk about Advent today. What? What even the heck? We, even though we just did for eight minutes. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> we <laughs> did for eight minutes. That was eight minutes. Oh, eight minutes and twenty seconds. We of... keep a little timer in front of oh. us so we know. Well, well, well. Okay. So, Father O'Brien. Uh, what would you like to talk about since last week was your birthday and you basically reigned as king and God over the I rectory? He, he, like, he I got, wasn't even he, there. He got out of costume and started wearing it around and like had a big crown on his head. And he would like wash my car and do this and like make me something to eat. I was like, who, who made you God and king? The first commandment says, love the Lord your God with your whole heart, mind, and soul. Uh, Father Carey... Um, despite having many, many good qualities, is also a liar. So I just made um, all that up. That's the eighth spot. commandment: no. "Thou shalt not bear false witness." Mm. But what I thought we could talk about as we begin this new year. One of the things about a new year, right? People make resolutions. People kind of like, okay, new year, I gotta get you know, kind of get back on track. New year, new me. What I thought, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you see it, we're going to see a lot of um, gym advertisements, gym, Weight Watchers. <laughs> everyone's everyone's going to be out because everyone's making resolutions. Uh, I want to talk about the first commandment, and I thought we might actually do this. I mean, we we never have like a lack of topics. I don't know if you've realized this. We've been doing this. <laughs> we're talking. We can talk a year and a, a year and a half, two years. I don't know. We've been doing this for a Jay? long time. How long? Have More we been than doing two this? years. Two years, more than two years. Chase us over two years. We have to, we have we have a list and list and list of topics, and then other people give them to us, and then sometimes things happen like in the world that we need to talk about. And then someone sends in a donation check to our Catholic radio and sends a little suggestion, and we do it. We've done that. That's bribery, right there. Yeah, you can, we are. We can be. <laughs> but but uh, we thought we would do just over the course of the next several, let's say, months, um, kind of walk through each commandment. And just do a little fervorino on what the commandment is and kind of how it can be best lived out. Okay, so so we're we're gonna do like so it's not gonna be consecutive. The next ten episodes are not going to be on the ten commandments. There's gonna be a sort of a sprinkling of um, the ten yeah, commandments. A sprinkling. I one of my favorite scenes. Have your uh, Mel Brooks where he walks up and he's like he's Moses. He's like I bring you these fifteen, and then one falls out and shatters. Like I mean ten commandments. Exactly. <laughs> I love the commandments because you know the it, what is it? There's the seven that are about your neighbor and the three that are about God. I mean, so right off the bat, like there's the big three. Yep. Like you know, the, but there is we'll, yeah. I mean, and, and I think number number one is number one for a reason because if you don't get the first commandment right, the yeah. others are going to fall apart. Okay. So, so what, what, the other what, thing, the other cool thing, uh-huh. and we'll and we'll dish in on this is, and that is that the Catechism of the Catholic Church has a lot to say about these commandments. So you can go over to your shelf and get either the big green giant catechism yep. or the little bitty pocket size, or you can go yep. online, pull that thing off, and crack it open to part what three, number? What number three, are we? Uh, so this it starts at paragraph twenty eighty four. 2084. So the commandments given to us by God, written on the hand of, uh, written by finger on stone yep. to the on, to Moses on the mountains. Yep. He's got two sets of them. He comes down and the people. So then, here's the first commandment. This is Exodus chapter twenty. I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. Ooh. You shall have no other gods before me. 
You shall not make for yourself a graven image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth. You shall not bow down to them or serve them. <laughs> so you shall have no other gods before me. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll just throw out a couple of little quotes here, and then we can, and then we'll, then we'll, then we'll jump into it. So the Catechism says, "Man's vocation, man being humanity, man's vocation is to make God manifest by acting in conformity with His creation in the image and likeness of God. That we have been created in God's image, but then we make." other things into gods. So we talked about that with Christ the King, uh, that there is a need to put faith, hope, and love uh, first. Faith, hope, and love first. So let's talk about each of those, shall we? We're talking about faith, hope, and love, or we're talking about the first commandment? Both, both. That's how the catechism talks about it. So that if you are, uh, when when you are, so let's say, for example, ignorant, um, when you're ignorant of God, when you're not knowledgeable, uh, that that hurts your faith, and that allows then other things to creep in, right, and become number one in your life. Agree. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. one one thing I think people struggle with um, is like, what about doubt? So a lot of people. I mean, you hear it sometimes in confession, like you know, of like just I conversations on the streets. Um, I doubt, you know, I don't I lost I don't, my faith. I don't know. Yeah. So is that is that? Would you say that that's a a, a violation of the first commandment? What would you I doubt? I, I I there's um I look at it sort of two ways. There is the um, influences that I've taken in that have destroyed my faith, such as like we talked about go like just the return back to church. Like there are things that take us away from thinking with God and willing with God. There's things that take uh, take us away from like willing what is good in our lives. So therefore it then like dissolves our faith. The second, the second side of that is the, uh, the other, the other side of it is um, there are these moments when God is inviting me to know something more about him. Yes. And God wants to reveal something more. And we say, I don't understand this. This is like, this is complicated. I'm, I'm maturing in my faith life. And because I've never been in this place with my relationship with God, then I, I, my, my faith seems weak, father. My faith seems weak right now. Like, I, I just, I like, I don't, I don't get it. So one side is stuff dissolving and destroying your faith and you're permitting it and allowing it to live in that. And the other side is, Wow. I'm being being called and it's confusing. And now I now I'm being invited to learn more about who yes, God is. Yeah. To grow in my faith. I'm being challenged. But I would say yeah, but then to not respond to that kind of invitation is problematic. Why is it problematic? Cuz you're being you're being invited into something deeper and you and you go in the other direction or you ignore it. You're missing out on that relationship. Yep. Yeah. So the catechism makes a, differ- a, a differentiation between voluntary doubt and involuntary doubt, uh-huh. which I think is pretty interesting. So you come into uh, teenagers a lot of times, and adults too, but like, I just don't know. Like, do I want to be Catholic or do I believe like all of this? And, um, and, but I think that the person has a responsibility to like lean into that and not just sort of, ah, whatever, 
you know, like to, but to, but to, but to dive in. So I think part of the first commandment is, do you know what you're doing? Do you know what you're talking? You know, are you putting other things in front of your relationship with the Lord? Well, you know, it's just like those things, like it talks about uh, other gods and people are like, I am not building temples to gods, but I promise you, yeah, like we, we build boats and then we worship them. Yeah. And that's where we spend our Sundays. We we build golf clubs, oh. and we worship them. Oh my! Uh, we build an ego, and we worship our it. money. Yeah, yeah. It's not so much like the created things that you know of like making birds, which birds were gods, and crocodiles were gods, and gnats were gods. Those were the Egyptian gods. The Nile River was a god. Let's not make those things our gods, but then we've got other things that float on top of them. And, you know, we wear, we wear crocodile boots. So the Catechism talks about uh, various sins against God's love, against the first commandment. And here, here's a few. Uh, yeah, just jump in here. Um, one is indifference. Agree. Is that indifference what neglects or refuses to reflect <laughs> on divine charity. Ooh, yes. Yeah, indifference. Um, ingratitude. Yeah, lack of thanksgiving. Fails or refuses to acknowledge divine charity and to return him love for love. Wow. Lukewarmness. Hesitation or negligence in responding to divine love. That's what you just mentioned. It can imply refusal to give oneself over to the prompting of charity. Acedia. Oh, yes. Or spiritual sloth goes so far as to refuse the joy that comes from God and to be repelled by divine goodness. Wait, say that again? Acedia, or spiritual sloth, goes so far as to refuse the joy that comes from God and to be repelled by divine goodness. Repelled by divine... So divine goodness shows up, the beauty, the aroma to it. you want to destroy it. And you're like... Yeah, you want to run in the other step direction. Step off. And then the last one here is um, hatred of God comes from pride, contrary to the love of God, whose goodness it denies... Yes. So those are sins against the first commandment. Indifference, guilty. Ingratitude, guilty. guilty. Lukewarmness, guilty. guilty. Acedia, mm, sometimes. Guilty, sometimes. Yeah. Hatred of God, no, uh, no. But but pride, guilty. I'm guilty. Well, the, 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 I think the there are those people that have a great hatred for God. There's also I think more of the people on the front end who are just like lukewarm. I just don't. I just Whatever. don't care. Uh, the agnostics. You that? That's great. Fantastic. Agnostic on Good one side, you. atheist on the other. Yep. And so we can, we have to be on guard as Christians. As like, why? Why is it a lot of our kids don't practice the faith anymore? Mm-hmm. Why are they? Why are we have young people who are not becoming saints? And it's because we've either moved them towards, you know, the agnostic side of lukewarmness, or we've moved them to the hatred side of atheism. Dang. Okay. So how do we live out the first commandment? Not just like how do we not live it out. Um, adoration, uh, and wait, I don't mean I mean adoration of the Blessed Sacrament, Adoro yes. but adoration in the, in the general sense. Yes, adoring the Lord, spending time with the Lord. Is that that gift of the Holy Spirit, the which Lord. is piety? Like yeah. Fear- so actually, the Catechism says the worship of the one God sets man free from turning in on himself from the slavery of sin and the idolatry of the world. That worship frees us. A yeah, not great. That's I don't pretty think, fantastic. I don't think a lot of people see it that way. Um, so adoration, prayer, talking and listening to God, right? Yes. Um, sacrifice. Oh, but not a lot of people use the word sacrifice anymore. Yeah. 
So sacrifice helps us to worship, helps us to live out the first commandment. Um, promises and vows. So that's we we whether someone who's married, right? You take vows. Um, as priests, we make we make promises to do certain things. Um, and the catechism says, fidelity to promises made to God is a sign of respect owed to the divine majesty and of love for a faithful God. He's been faithful to us, and so we return that faithfulness. Love for love. How fun is that? Mm, Isn't that cool? It's pretty awesome. Pretty cool. Um, okay, and then uh, this is where it gets pretty interesting, and I think where it might be uh, most interesting for people who are listening. Tell me more. Uh, Tell me more. And that is... Uh, the first commandment forbids honoring gods other than the one Lord who has revealed himself to his people. Uh, so it, this gets into things like superstition. Barely superstitious. There's writing on the wall. Okay, go on. Uh, superstition in some sense represents a perverse excess of religion. Perverse excess of religion? How it like that? takes it like two... It, 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 it's, it's a... Like when something is perverted, it's it's a mis, like a misuse. It's religious, but it's a. I mean, we usually use it in the in the sexual sense. It's wait. I want to hear this again. Superstition, in some sense, represents a perverse excess of religion. Is it a superstition? Is it like? the superstitious things of other pagan religions and the superstition of Christian things? Uh, both. Oh, okay. That's what I was trying to clarify. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then also idolatry. The worship of people or yep. things. So it says man commits idolatry. This is paragraph 2113. Man commits idolatry whenever he honors and reveres a creature in place of God. Whether this be gods or demons, yes, okay. for example, Ooh. Satanism, power, pleasure, race, ancestors, the state, money, etc. Don't practice Santeria. I ain't got no crystal balls. Okay, got it. Okay. Okay, there we go. Um, and then this is where I think people will get be really interested when we get into uh, what the what the catechism calls divina, divina, divination and magic. Okay. All forms of divination are to be rejected. And, and now it makes a list. Ready? Okay, go. Recourse to Satan or demons. Okay, well, that's, pretty, yeah. pretty self-explanatory. Uh-huh. Conjuring up the dead. Yeah, that means going to tarot cards, palm oh, readers. Here we go. Conjuring up the dead or other practices falsely supposed to unveil the future. Oh, yeah, that, that's nasty. There's a, in, the, in the ritual for exorcism and deliverance prayers, there's a section on that. Yep, so get, yeah, stay away. So then it, it gets very specific. Consulting horoscopes, astrology, palm reading, uh-huh. interpretation of omens and lots, uh-huh. the phenomena of clairvoyance, and re- recourse to mediums all conceal a desire for power over time history, and in the last analysis, other human beings, as well as a wish to conciliate hidden powers. They contradict the honor, respect, and loving fear that we owe to God alone. And those things work. People are like, oh, that doesn't work. They do work. That's why we have to stay oh, away from it. bad, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah because, yeah. I mean, like, for example, yeah. remember when Saul goes to, Saul wants to uh, bring back Samuel. And like, because he's confused as to what to do. And Saul 
goes and finds the witch of Endor and like conceals himself and summons Solomon. And she says, you're Saul. Why have you done this? And then she's terrified when Saul, uh, when Samuel shows up, these things work. I mean, people messing around with tarot cards and Ouija boards and, you know, so what do you do if you've done that? If, if you've, you've done that, if what 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 ought what ought somebody? Uh, this what is what advice I, do you give? This is the advice I give every college student: uh, is go to confession. If you went to confession about it years ago, then there is actually in the ritual deliverance prayers a really beautiful prayer about breaking these bonds uh, by the power of the priest. Don't be like, oh well, I can go online and I can find myself a prayer and I can pray. No, go to your local priest, have him get out this the book on. Um, deliverance prayers and go to it's like chapter two or something like that have him pray these beautiful prayers over you that it's not only just the expulsion of these things that have attached themselves to us like you know the smell of like garlic when you when you have garlic or onions on your hands mm. and then you smell it it's attached to you for a couple of days the same way these things are these evil spirits uh, you know, they attach themselves to yep. us don't mess with it don't mess with them so then a few other sins against the first commandment um tempting god <laughs> so kind of making <laughs> making deals. If you do right, this, I will I'll start. Do. If you, you know, if if you if this girl walks across the bar and talks to me, I will go to church every day for the next year. <laughs> okay. So it, it can obviously be more serious than that. But right, it comes to the to the commandment: you shall not put the Lord your God to the test. Okay. Um, sacrilege. Sacrilege. What's sacrilege? So this says uh, sacrilege consists in profaning. Or treating unworthily the sacraments and other liturgical actions, as oh. well as persons, things, or places consecrated to God. Yeah. There are people that do evil stuff in churches. Sacrilege is a grave sin, especially when committed against the Eucharist. Ooh. For this, the sacrament of the true body of Christ is substantially made present for us. Like those people that stole the Eucharist, and we're going to have that yes. black mass down in Oklahoma City. Yep. Rah, yep. rah, Archbishop, yep. Yep. for getting Jesus back. Yep. Um, simony. Simony, is that selling offices? The, uh, the buying or selling of spiritual things. So you would say like, hey, I got, you, wanna, you want some water? Okay, this water costs a dollar. But this is holy water. This costs $5. We don't sell things. What about the purchase of relics, like recovery of relics? We know that people uh, have bought them and right. they're like selling them. And we're like, we want these back. I think if, for, for the, in that, I think, in that purpose, somebody may know better than me, but like if you're, sa- you're to save them, from you know, for if they're going to be d- d- um, misused or right. you know, then yes, like buying a statue that we know that's like <clears throat> in somebody's garage or is in their yeah. house being yeah. used for something yeah. evil. But the key is like, I mean, I, I think people would try to do this of like, I have this rosary. This rosary costs ten dollars, but Pope Francis blessed it, uh, and so now it's twenty five dollars. <laughs> so the market value goes same up. rosary. But yeah, it goes up because like, we, so we say no, we say no. And then I reach over and I bless it and I say, uh, 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 now now Father Kerry Wakush has blessed it. Now it's fifty dollars, and, so. and now it's a <laughs> now it's much less. Um, <laughs> but then that also goes like to like for us as priests, like we don't charge for like the sacraments. You know, right. that's not a. Uh, I'll celebrate this mass for you, or I'll uh, I'll pray for you, but you have to give me give me five bucks. I'll pray for you. You know, like we don't no, we don't we don't do that. <laughs> there was that website years ago. That's where I get the phrase anti praying. Uh, uh, that it, it was a website, and it was it was a Christian church of, and one of my buddies found it and texted it to me, and it says uh, 
These people take back their prayers. So you could, you could write in a prayer request and they would start praying for you. You could donate online or you could send it a check or money order to their church for the, the intention of the prayers that they're doing for you. If they, if they don't receive it, they take back the prayers. <laughs> oh, like, it was like some little hole-in-the-wall, non, non-named uh, sort of like n- Christian church wow. organization. Wow. Uh-huh. Okay, what else right, we got? The last part, um, uh, sins against the first commandment, um, it talks, there's a whole section on atheism and agnosticism. Oh, yeah. And then there's a thing, we did a show once on uh, on kind of gra- like grave, graven images. What If there's this prohibition against graven images, why do Catholics have statues? Or why is there angels on the Ark of the Covenant? Why are there right. angels on the Ark of the Covenant? Right. Why does the serpent held up? We did a whole freezes. show on that yeah. last, you know, anyway. So that's that's kind of a run through the first commandment. So again, in the Catechism of the Catholic Church, it starts at paragraph 2084 and following. Uh, but there's a lot there, just all all from that, all from uh, you shall have no other gods before me. The church breaks that open and gives us some real specific guidance on how we ought to live or not live. Right. So you can start with the For catechism. Uh, you can go to lots of other stuff. Uh, New Advent. If you Google New Advent and you put in First Commandment, you're going to get lots of good uh, readings. If you have the logo software out there, you can find a lot of stuff from the early church uh, about the first uh, those the First Commandment. And then you can also read about the First Commandment and the Beatitudes too. Woo! That was awesome. Have a great week, everybody. Uh, happy Advent. Peace, bro. <laughs> <laughs>